from the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Here's Ken LaVica. Yeah, it's just selfish. It's just sneaky. It's, and we'll get to it in a moment, it's egotistical what Aaron Rodgers has done. Basically, standing up there August 26th and lying that he was immunized, whatever that means, vaccinated, and he's not. And now he's going to miss Sunday. And again, this is not a breakthrough case. This is him not vaccinated, and he is not helping his team after an offseason of woe is me. Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3. Uh, may need to curb the, uh, we're really adjusting because the Aaron Rodgers stuff came out like literally moments before the show. I had this thing mapped out. I thought I did. Uh, I'm not sure if we're going to get to the underdog conversation because I do want to uh, jump into something too that is very serious and very disturbing from, from yesterday in the NFL. Uh, but but I, I do think that it's worth discussing a little bit more on Aaron Rodgers because this is a face of the league. Like this is this is one of the guys. This is the defending MVP. Who I enjoy watch playing. I, I I grew up born and raised in Chicago. He has absolutely dominated the Bears. I have spent my the end of my childhood into my adult life just getting crotch shot after crotch shot from that guy. And I have nothing but respect for him. I like watching him. I've been on his side this entire time. But I just don't have tolerance for, in a pandemic, are you vaccinated? Yeah, I'm immunized. Nothing. No. No, you're not. You're not. You're, you don't have a vaccine. Whatever immunized means. And we find out today, on November 3rd, that what we believed about him is actually not true. How would you describe Aaron Rodgers? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Ken Levick alive here until 1 o'clock on ESPN 106.3. Let's head back to the phones and let's go to Tom in West Palm. Hey, Tom. How you doing? Good. Hey, listen, I uh, understand your frustration and I understand uh, all the negativity concerning Aaron Rodgers. I am not a fan anyway, Mm -hmm. but I will say everything that you are discussing about him and assuming about him is based on an ESPN report that he has not been vaccinated. Do we have any verification, any solid evidence that he has not been vaccinated? Has anybody admitted that other than other reporters? Here's Rob Domofsky. Aaron Rodgers petitioned the NFL to have an alternate treatment that he underwent before he returned to the Packers that would allow him to be considered the same as someone who received one of the approved vaccinations. After a lengthy back and forth, the league ruled that Rodgers would not get the same consideration and would be considered unvaccinated. And that was that was a sometime back, or was that just now? We this just is find that this out? was published at eleven fifteen a.m. Eastern time today. So this is b- background information, but I'm wondering when that information was passed back to Aaron Rodgers and or the Packers or whoever. Is it or is it just something that's been discovered today and everybody assumed now, here's what, that he had been vaccinated? Yeah. So here's what I think is happening: is the Packers obviously aware? The NFL obviously aware. But I think that this is something that the public, people like us who aren't privy to that, dopes like me, we're just finding out for the first time today. Like This, this has been knowledge in the Packers locker room. This has been po- knowledge with the NFL. How do you know that? But that's what I question. How do you know that it's knowledge in the Packer locker room well, it might... and it's been knowledge for weeks and weeks? Well, Instead, it could be just that they determined this a few days ago or even today. 
uh, that I would be really hard After pressed to believe Epstein. that the season that the season began with them not knowing the status of Aaron Rodgers because it says here as well Rodgers follows masking protocols while interacting with players and coaches inside the team's headquarters which is what is needed for unvaccinated players he does not though wear a mask while in the media auditorium during his weekly post game press conferences the Packers have put other unvaccinated players on Zoom instead of in person media sessions I have a hard time believing Tom that we would be in uh, in the November, and this would have just been a ruling from the NFL that uh, they said, hey, Aaron, sorry. Yeah, and what I'm saying is it may have been a ruling more recently, and it's just now come to light. Could have could have been a mistake in somebody's play, you know, in somebody's office. I'm just saying, I, I'm not looking for a reason, but I, I think we jumped to the most harsh conclusion when something could have been, you know, fell on the floor under a desk, who knows, and and just realized after an investigation goes on, and the reason the investigation's now going on is because he's tested positive for COVID. Well, and because I'm he lied. Yeah, no, you're right, but it doesn't change the fact that on August 26th he said he was all buttoned up and good to go. And but, it, but it, he was. But, but he did. He did have some paperwork that said he thought he was, and it's now been determined that 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 decision was overturned, and he wasn't. But so he originally may have thought he was, and just recently or even never found out that he wasn't because it never got back yeah, to him. And I appreciate I'm just saying, you got to yeah, give the guy yeah. benefit of the doubt a little bit before you tear him a new, you know what? Yeah, no, I, I understand. And I appreciate the call, but that that's that's not what happened though, where he thought he was good or there was a misunderstanding there. He he underwent a treatment that he wanted to believe was going to be good enough for the NFL and it wasn't a a COVID vaccine. Like that 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 pretty cut and dry, black and white, that's what you need to be cleared by the NFL. So whatever alternate treatment it was, and I don't know if he like put coals on his forehead or he crushed up some sort of plant and inserted it between his toes, I have no idea. These are all things that I believe Aaron Rodgers probably does, though. But it clearly wasn't what the NFL set forth. It, the, I, I don't know where there would be any gray area. Like Aaron Rodgers petitioned for some alternative treatment to serve as a COVID vaccine. The NFL said no. He said, why not? They said no. He said, why not? Because apparently there was a back and forth, according to Rob Demosky of ESPN. And that was it. Like, there's no gray area, though. Pfizer, Moderna, Johnson & Johnson. That's it. Not bamboo around your fingernails. Okay. Like there, there's, there's no gray area there. So I'm hard-pressed to give Aaron Rodgers the benefit of the doubt with that. The Packers have some questions to answer, and the NFL has some questions to answer, and the Packers need to tell media why he was not on Zoom and why he was in the same room with them, uh, violating NFL protocols or violating their protocols based on what they usually do with unvaccinated players. There's some questions. There are definitely some questions. And I'm also fascinated how in the world he got to Hawaii. How did he get to Hawaii without a vaccine card? Because that's like a legal thing. People have been arrested. Including a woman from, from uh, right where I grew up in suburban Chicago who, uh, who flew to Hawaii with a fake vaccine card that said she got the Moderna. M-A-D-E-R-N-A vaccine. Dumb. Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3. What's not dumb are the fine folks and the outstanding Stormhouse Brewing in North Palm Beach because 
you're actually you're you're lacking in intelligence if you don't head there if you love craft beer if you don't head there uh and you love uh gastropub menus you don't head there if you love sports english premier league soccer nfl college football this is where you go Stormhouse brewing crystal cove commons us1 north palm beach half mile south of pga boulevard craft brewery with a food menu why does this not exist anywhere well good news it is right here in palm beach county and the treasure coast in north palm beach you can't miss it crystal cove commons Stormhouse brewing massive venue you can go with yourself you can go with a buddy you can bring a group of 10 or 15. There is going to be room for you. They can accommodate all parties at Stormhouse Brewing. And again, you can show up Saturday morning, watch soccer. You can show up Saturday early afternoon, watch college football. You can show up Sunday, time for the 1 o'clock games with football. The craft beer brewed on site, their master brewer, trained in Germany. That's where I want my craft beer from. Someone who's trained in Germany, the capital of beer. And that menu is awesome. I recommend the pierogies. Pierogies on a menu in South Florida? Yeah, that's right. There's some real stuff happening there at Stormhouse Brewing. Check out all their events. They have a ton going on on a day-to-day basis, stormhousebrewing.com. But pop in and enjoy one of their delicious beers, or a couple, in fact, and eat off that menu. Stormhouse Brewing, stormhousebrewing.com. I need to talk about Henry Ruggs for a second, because this actually bothered me an awful lot yesterday. 21 years old. And... Not only is his career likely over, but um, his life is not literally over like it is the, the person who was in the car that he hit at 3.30 in the morning in Las Vegas, but it is, for all intents and purposes, over now. And these type of tragedies, and that's what they are. These are, these are tragedies. Henry Ruggs didn't go out intending to kill somebody but i am always struck by the the harsh reality and try and put myself in a similar spot when calamities like this happen henry ruggs is 21 years old and that's it for him he was drunk he was driving it was very early in the morning it appears as if he hit someone from behind at a very high speed they didn't make it And it seems like it was a pretty violent death. And now he is facing the potential of 20 years in prison. His NFL career is likely done. He's already been released by the Raiders. He's already been taken into custody on charges of DWI, vehicular manslaughter. And if it's possible... And I might be out of line here. And feel free to tell me if I am at 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. I, I have great sympathy for the family of the deceased. But I also find myself increasingly sorry and sympathetic to the plight of Henry Ruggs. And I'm not saying that he should get off the hook, be let off the hook, that he should receive any sort of special treatment. But man, some people learn lessons in so much more of a difficult way than others. It would have been very, very easy for Henry Ruggs to simply just get pulled over or crash into a median with alcohol in his system. And 
and DUI, pay the consequences and move on. But he had to learn the lesson after, after killing somebody, just like Dante Stallworth did. And I, I feel weird having the, and maybe it's because I've known of Henry Ruggs. Maybe it's just a matter of, this is a name that I know, a person that I've watched play. I don't know the, the victim who perished in the, in the DUI. I don't. And for me, it's, it's difficult to sit here and just say that Henry Ruggs, though, is a bad person. Because we all need to, at some point, put ourselves in a similar situation. And there are so many of us, including myself, that are listening right now, a part of this radio show right now, that have been in the same situation as Henry Ruggs. And guess what we've done? We've picked up our keys, and we've walked out a door, and we've gotten in the car, and we've turned on the ignition, and we have driven. Okay, so is Henry Ruggs going to pay the ultimate price? Yes, it appears so. Does he deserve to? Yes, it appears so. But from a pure human standpoint, if you're going to sit here and say that Henry Ruggs is a scumbag, is a trash bag, and I know some of you don't have any tolerance for anybody who drives drunk, nor should any of us. But you're lying to yourself if you've never done it before. Is it a mistake? Absolutely. But maybe just maybe the next time you do make that decision, which you have made probably many times previous, if you've done it once, chances are you've done it a bunch. And some of you listening may have actually been dinged for it, may have been pulled over for it, may have hit somebody, may have injured somebody, may have killed somebody. For those of you that have not had to pay the ultimate price like Henry Ruggs is going to, instead of judging, why don't you use it as a lesson that luckily you can learn from without having to pay and spend the next 15 to 20 years like Henry Ruggs is going to, okay? I don't know if I'm out of line on this, but I feel great sympathy for him Because for whatever reason of the, and let's be clear, millions of people on a daily basis in this country who drive drunk, he is a high-profile athlete, made a terrible decision that could have gone a variety of different ways, and it ended in the most horrifying way possible. I... I, I feel for Henry Ruggs. He deserves everything he gets, but I also feel for him. Am I offline? Am I off base with that? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Am I off base feeling sympathy for, for Henry Ruggs, 21 years old, and really, like, that's it. And at 21, he needs to live with what happened for the rest of his life. This was not malicious This is something, a poor decision he made, and for some reason, he's paying that price. And I just, instead of judging and saying that, screw him, I I almost feel like we need to take into consideration that 
that could have been us. We've taken similar risks. Many of us have taken similar risks before. you got to be honest with yourself. And you should use Henry Ruggs as an example to maybe start curbing that behavior. Let's go to Mike in Wellington. Mike, you're on Ken Levick Alive. Hey, Mike. Hey, Ken. I think, I think he is going to pay, you know, the biggest price he's going to pay. And there needs to be some sort of sympathy for him. Um, just as you said, everybody's made this decision. About six years ago, I made this decision. But I, but I rear-ended someone, and I learned the ultimate lesson, and I went through a program mm-hmm. that helped me out. And I'm glad I didn't have to pay this type of price he's doing. But being in that situation, I think there's got to be some some sympathy. And it's a shame that he has to pay this lesson this way, you know, where, like you said, he could have just hit a sign or he could have hit a median, and it could have set him on that straight and narrow because that's what my situation did for me. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, I paid my dues over the year program within, you know, that justice system. And that set me on the uh, straight and narrow. And I think people got to have sympathy for him. He doesn't get a second chance because that is the ultimate price is taking an innocent life. And yeah. um, that's just my part and my personal experience. No, and I appreciate like you. I really appreciate you sharing that. And I have to imagine, too, that um, uh, you, you feel gratitude, but also you still to this day, I would think, feel pretty lucky that your situation turned out the way it did after some so a year of uh, of some rough stuff you had to go through, you, you came out of it in a significantly better spot. And I came out a, a better person. It's just a shame he didn't, you know, get yeah. that. So uh, thanks for taking my call, guys. Yeah, absolutely, Mike. Appreciate it again. Thanks for sharing that. I, I, I and I know, I know, it's easy to just say what a what a bad person, but it it's not that simple. It's complex. And I just, I found myself feeling badly for Henry Ruggs. Certainly, you, you mourn the, lo- the loss of the, the victim in this crash. That's the ultimate, ultimate price that was paid. But Henry Ruggs, he didn't intend to do this. This was not premeditated. Bad situation, terrible decision. And now, something that I think we take for granted. A lot of us, I still think, probably get a couple of drinks and go home. And hey, everything's fine. I can make it. We all think we're going to make it. Well, Henry Ruggs thought the same thing, and now he's uh, he's in jail. Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3. Let me tell you about Pat Lawler, Lawler & Associates, personal injury attorneys. He is the man that joins us every Tuesday, sports agent insider, spent 20 years as an NFL agent, sports law insider as well. Lawler & Associates, personal injury attorneys are going to help you with your personal injury matters, whether it's slip and fall, whether it's automobile accident, whether it is a boating accident, whether it is a bicycling accident. He's got you taken care of. Him and the folks at Lawler & Associates, they have decades of trial experience. There is nothing they have not encountered before, nothing they have not seen before. They are going to help you get what you deserve. They want to take on your case. They want to make sure that they have your back. That industry, I think, has a reputation of, oh, ambulance chasers. and oh, No, 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 no. Lawler & Associates, he wants to sit down. 
listen to you, ensure that you have a case. He doesn't want to waste your time. He doesn't want to waste your money if he doesn't think that you're going to win. He wants to get you the compensation that you deserve. That's why the consultation is free. Just log on to wanttolawyerup.com. That's wanttolawyerup.com. Lawler and Associates Personal Injury Attorneys. Again, wanttolawyerup.com for Pat Lawler and Lawler and Associates Personal Injury Attorneys. We'll come back. We're going to give you a chance to win some FAU Marshall tickets at South Florida's regular season college football game of the year. FAU and Marshall Saturday at FAU Stadium. First place on the line in Conference USA. He's Captain Competent Joe Rigotti. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.